Hey, good morning and aloha, New Hope Community Church. Um, it's just su such a blessing for me uh, to be here with you. Um, honor and a privilege um, to be able to share the word with you folks. Um, just really want to say thank you so much to um, Pastor John and Pastor Renee. Um, and, and just really uh, let you guys know that they're dear friends to me. Um, Ayako and I, my, my wife Ayako and I, we really consider John and Ray, Renee um, just dear friends. Um, I, I really have to admit, you know, um, John and Renee, they, they've been so important in the development of, of me and my early ministry at New Hope Hawaii Kai. And, and um, yeah, I don't know where I'd be without them. So uh, I just want to take some time to honor them right now and, uh, and, and even pray a blessing over you, New Hope Community Church. Um, Lord God, um, you say to, to pray for those in leadership, Lord God. And so right now, Lord, I lift up um, Pastor John and Pastor Renee to you, Lord. Uh, I just pray, Lord God, that you would um, give them uh, all the blessings, Lord, all the, their heart's desires, Lord God. That you would um, fill them up afresh today, Lord Jesus, and that you would um, just, just, um, just pour out your love on them right now. We just say thank you, Lord, for blessing us with um, a man and a woman who, who just really honor you with, with their whole life. So, Lord God, we just pray your blessings over them. And now, right now, Lord, I just pray a blessing over New Hope Community Church. So many dear friends uh, of mine and, and yours, of course, Lord, but, man, I, I just pray your blessing over them. Lord, would you um, keep your hand of favor upon them, Lord God, and would you um, just... Ah, just show them how much you love them. Would you bless them with provision, Lord God? Would you bless them with, with all spiritual blessings, Lord God, that, that they need right now, Lord, in this season? Lord, thank you so much for this community here, Lord God, that honors you, that loves you, that seeks you with their all. In Jesus' name. Amen, fam. Hey, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, I just love Pastor John and Renee, and I love a lot of you guys because you guys are my family, and, you know, it's like talking to family here at New Hope Community Church because, man, I just know and love all you guys so much, you know, and so um, there are some of you that are new that, that I don't know yet, and so, hey, like Pat Machado, I don't really know that guy so much, but, um, uh, you know, I just love this church. You know, I, I just have to tell you, I, I am praying for you folks all the time. Um, you know, we're, we're neighbors and, uh, you know, we're, we're in it together. Amen? Amen. You know, so um, Pastor John, he called me up the other day and he said, Hey, Jay, can you come and share at, at, at church? And I'm like, sure, I'd love to. Thanks so much. You know, um, man, shoots, because, you know, I know Pastor John, man. He's like such a biblical scholar, you know, like he is, right? He knows the Greek and the Hebrew and everything. I'm thinking, oh, no. Lord, uh, I'm going to go preach at Pastor John's church. So, family, you're not going to get Greek and Hebrew from me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but, but what I am going to share with you today is um, just something that the Lord gave to me. You know, um, uh, it's this, this process that I've been in with, you know, like um, life change ministry, you know, dealing with the different roots and struggles that, that, that we go through in life. And I, and I think this started for me, like I would say, um, about two months ago. Two months ago, I was in the intercession room and I was praying for some people that were going through this class. 
And as I was praying, the Lord just started hitting me. He started hitting me with um, these, these areas in my life where I have unforgiveness. These areas in my life where um, I, I, I pass judgment. These areas in my life where I just have pride. And, and, and then he started really addressing my anger. Um, you know, it's, this is only a, a couple of months ago, and so it's, it's kind of still fresh and raw for me, you know. And uh, this process that I've been in, it's been good, you know, but man, I just tell you, man, it, it hurts. It, it's hard. You know, it doesn't feel great when you're dealing with all of your past junk, you know. But the Lord has got me going through this process. And, and the other day, um, Pastor Pat, our senior pastor at New Hope Hawaii Kai, um, he was preaching about the thing behind the thing, you know. So like, you know, like when your, your, your wife is, you know, loading the dishwasher and she loads it in, you know, a little bit weird. And then you just get so angry that she loaded the dishwasher so weird. It's like, oh, yeah, I do that. You know, or like when your kids leave their clothes on the ground, you're like, oh, why are you guys so messy? And he says, it's not really the thing that's right in front of you, but there's a thing behind the thing. And he started talking about anger. He started talking about judgment. He started talking about forgiveness. And I'm like, oh, Lord, those are all the things that I've been wrestling with right now. And so today, I want to just ask you a question. Did you ever have a hard time believing that the Lord could actually take care of your thing? Your thing behind the thing? Maybe it's anger, maybe it's unforgiveness, maybe it's judgment, maybe it's a past hurt. Have you ever struggled with unbelief? You know, if you have family, don't worry, okay, because you're in good company. You know, when we look at the Bible, right, we, we see there's like tons and tons of people, right, who struggled with unbelief and there was always a way out. You know, we look at Doubting Thomas in, in, in the New Testament, right? He was one of Jesus' very own disciples. He struggled with unbelief. He got to see tons and tons of miracles, be with Jesus, touch Jesus and everything, and see that he was God, but he still had unbelief. How about Moses, right? Moses getting the call to lead the nation. But he struggled with unbelief too. He thought that his speech impediment, you know, was going to be the thing that kept him out of, you know, leading. And so he almost threw away a calling because of unbelief. How about Abraham and Sarah, right? God tells them, oh, you guys are going to have a, you know, great nation. You guys are going to be parents of a great nation at this very old age. They struggled with unbelief so much, they laughed. They thought it was a joke. But even them. Our fathers and parents of our faith, they struggled with unbelief. So family, you're in good company. Some of the very heroes within the Bible, they still struggled with unbelief. And today, what I want to do is I want to give us some three keys, okay? Three keys in how we can actually bolster our faith and deal with unbelief. It's going to come out of Mark chapter 9, and uh, uh, I just... I just love this section right here of, of the Bible because um, Mark chapter 9, boom, we see the transfiguration of Jesus, okay? We see Jesus and he's in glory and then he's with the, the three disciples and the three disciples are like, oh my goodness, what do we do? 
Though you ever feel like the three disciples sometimes, like just not knowing what's going on and asking Jesus, Jesus, uh, uh, should I go make a sandwich? What's happening? You ever feel like the disciples? I do all the time. You know, I'm like, man, what's going on in this season with COVID-19? Oh man, what's going on in this season with elections and all of these different things? It's like, oh Lord, what are you doing? He goes, okay, go make a sandwich. (laughs) But we see here in Mark chapter 9 that there's all kinds of things going on. God is being glorified. And then this section that I want to camp on, it's in Mark chapter 9, verse 14 through 29. So if you guys can just open your Bibles, um, it'll be through that section right there. And we'll break it down into three sections, okay? So Mark chapter 9, right? This is Jesus coming on the scene right now, okay? He just come down from the mountain. He's with his disciples, right? And then, right, he, he, he comes into this, like, this, this scene of things going on, okay? So let's read it together right now in Mark chapter 9. Verses 14 through 18. Okay, it says this. When he came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and the scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered, teacher, I brought my son to you for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able to. You see, Jesus right now, he comes down and he sees his disciples in a dilemma. A dilemma where they have failed to exercise this spirit and heal this boy. You know, and, and the Pharisees and the crowds were engaging with them in an argument and a dispute. You know, um, when I look at this, I, I just think about, you know, what, what the world sees when they sees the church. You know, you know, there's a man here in this scene, right? And he's desperate. He's desperate for his son's life. And so he, what he does is he brings his son's life to Jesus and the church. Right? And in the church, right, sometimes right, it, it seems like we're, we're so busy arguing, disputing amongst ourselves and with others that when there's these desperate people that are coming to the church to see Jesus, to see healing, to be healed and to be saved, are just standing there watching us fighting. I know I'm guilty of this. Okay? I'm guilty of um, just being distracted being distracted sometimes, you know, from the work of the ministry when it comes to like listening to too much social media, thinking about different theories and conspiracies that that are going on right now. Some of them aren't theories. Some of them are actual conspiracies for sure. I get it. But the world is watching right now. And the world is coming and looking for a savior. They're not looking for an answer to a lot of these different things. They're looking to the church because they need to be healed, because they need to be comforted, because they need to be saved. And family, I, 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 I just really, I, I know that this season right now that we're in, it's just one where, man, we have to be the ones that bring Jesus. 
You know, to be to be honest to you, like, I mean, the reason why I even came up with this message was because I was feeling desperate, just like this father. This father who brought his boy and, and he was like, man, I've been struggling with this. Uh, Jesus is like, man, how long has this been going on? And the father said, since he was a child, since he was real young. And so I felt desperate like this father. You know, um, I, I really didn't even want to give this message. I really wanted to quit. I was feeling like my anger, right, and this unforgiveness, this thing that I'm, I'm wrestling with, man, I was just feeling like, man, does this disqualify me? Should I even be talking, you know? And, and I'm like, oh, man. And, and I was wrestling for this, with this for months now, you know? You know, and then right before I was about to, 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 to put this together, then, then oh man, my, 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 my little, um, I, have, I have five children, just like Pat Machado, okay? And so I have a little baby girl, right? And she's, 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 she's um, nine months, 10 months. And um, she was choking and she was suffocating the other day. And so I had to call an ambulance. And so I'm calling the ambulance and my baby's suffocating and I'm freaking out. And, 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 and thank God she's okay, you know, they got her and everything and she's, she's fine. But man, I didn't even pray. I got fearful, I got angry, I got scared and, and I didn't even turn to Jesus. And I'm thinking, God, just help me with that, you know. Help me with this right now. You know, I, I don't know if you can deal with my anger. You know, these are the things that I was thinking. And then the next day, right after that, right, boom, we're, we're going to Ala Moana with my five kids. And one of my boys, he goes and runs to the escalator. My other little boy, he goes running after him. And he falls on the escalator. He's laid out at the top of the escalator in, in, in Ala Moana. And he's like about to get grinded in there. And I'm like, ah, you know, it ruined my whole day. I was so angry at him. I was so angry after that. I couldn't even get myself out of this anger. And I'm just like, Lord, I just want to quit. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I, I just got all this anger. And I don't know, Lord. Um, I don't know if I can do this anymore. So that was on a Saturday. So I called my, my pastor up on, on a Monday, and that's the day that we all quit every time. Okay, so just so you know, Pastor John never quits. Okay, that's just, just to let you guys know. He's, he's a steadfast man of God, and he don't struggle with nothing. Okay, just to let you know. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, um, so I, I called my, pa my senior pastor on Monday, and I tell him, hey, Pat, um, I'm done. I just want to quit. Um, dealing with this anger issue and this man is just it's just wrecking you know me my wife my kids you know even ministry it's, it's affecting it and I said man all this stuff happening right now I just I just want to quit and so Pastor Pat he comes and he tells me hey um, all right you ain't quitting you ain't quitting You know, we're going to deal with this. And so, you know, Jesus is over here, right? In Mark chapter 9. And, and, and Jesus comes and he says, okay, so let me deal with this situation. And so this is the way that Jesus answered him. He goes, Jesus answered them, 
O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And he has often cast him into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can, can you guys like underline that, highlight that, do something with it? But if you can, all things are possible. Jesus, Jesus looks at that, but if you can, and he says, if you can do anything, have compassion on him, help us. And Jesus says to the man, he says, if I can, all things are possible for one who believes. And immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. Number one in your notes, if you can feel this in, it'll be one of the keys to help us with our unbelief. And it's this, faith requires humility. Faith requires humility. And humility is this, this, this ability to admit that I'm unable to control the situation. The father and this boy, you know, he told Jesus that this thing has been going on for a long time now. And I bet... I bet the father tried to control it. I bet he went to all the different doctors and sorcerers and all these different things. And he's like saying, now I can't do anything. Have you ever struggled with, with, with a thing in your life? Maybe it is anger. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I am talking to people who have anger. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to impose that upon you, but maybe it is. You know, and have you ever thought that, man, God, are you ever going to heal me from this anger? You know? Have you ever tried to medicate it, ignore it, power through it? You know, I, I, I know that I have, you know, in, in my life, but without avail. And I bet you right now in this situation, that father, he's tired and he tried his best for years to take care of the situation. But finally, he's so desperate, he throws his hands up and he says, Jesus, I believe but help me with my unbelief. I need your help right now. I don't know what else to do. That's where I was this past Monday, throwing my hands up, telling Pastor Pat that I want to quit. You know, and, and I told him, I was just, just confessing all my guts to him. And, and, and he says, okay, Jay, let's go, let's go to go have an acai bowl. So he takes me to a health bar and we have like this awesome acai bowl. And, um, you know, it was just so good because I got to just humble myself, right, and ask for help. So this is what Jesus does, okay, when we humble ourselves, right? So in this situation, the man, he's humbled himself. He's come to Jesus. And this is what Jesus does in Mark 9, 25. He says, when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you mute, deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out. And the boy was like a corpse. So that most of them said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. 
Number two in your notes, could you help me and fill this out? It says this, faith requires God's grace. Faith requires God's grace. You know, so I'm playing this story, right, along with the, the, the whole story in, in Mark. And so now, boom, I'm at lunch or at breakfast with Pastor Pat, and, and we're eating the acai bowl. I shared, okay, I feel like a failure. I feel like I'm failing. I, I, I need help. I want to quit. And he says, Jay, you're not quitting, but I'll give you the week off. How, many, how much ever time off you need right now? He goes, do you want to go to the Foursquare sabbatical and, and, and go and, and spend time over there? You know, and he goes, bro, don't worry about the message this week, man. I, I got you. You know, don't worry. It's going to be okay. God can take care of this. You're, you actually are moving from glory to glory. You're getting better in that. I see it. And he was just encouraging me over and over and pouring out the grace of God on me. You know, I kind of wanted steps one, two, and three. How do I get out of this anger? You know? But what my friend, my senior pastor did was he extended God's grace. You know, to break unbelief, sometimes we have to receive the grace of God. We have to receive it. You know, it requires it for us to, to, to break through this thing, you know, because we have weak faith, we have weak love, right? But then God, right, He's so powerful in His grace and the way that He'll, He'll, He'll pour it on us. He'll pour it on us and, and He'll move us. He'll move the, the things that are clouding our eyes, the things that are in front of you to be able to take care of the things that are actually digging in our hearts. You know, it was really hard for me to accept this, you know, from Pastor Pat. And I was like, oh man, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve this grace, you know. My wife is hurting, my kids are hurting, you know, and, and I'm not being a, a, a good pastor right now. I don't deserve this. I should just get fired. I should just, oh, go and crawl under a rock or something. You know, I, that's how I felt. And then God just kept on saying, here, here's more grace, here's more grace, here's more grace. So I didn't quit. That was Monday, Tuesday. Right? I, I, I start hearing more from the Lord and I start receiving His grace more. It was like things were dying in me, right? And then God was raising me up. You know, like when we look at this boy right here, right? It says, man, all the, the, the spirit and everything started convulging and started getting crazy. And then he looked like he was dead. And finally, when he was dead, then Jesus rose him up, picked him up from his hand. You know, I think this wrestling and this, this dying is so good. It's so good for all of us. Because, man, when we die to ourself, die to our flesh, die to all of our whatever issues and everything, then we get to be lifted up with Christ. Jesus grabs us by the hand and He pours out His grace to us. He says, son, I know, and let me take care of that. Let me lift you up. He says, Jay, I care about you so much in this situation. Let me lift you up. And he takes me by the hand and he lifts me up. And so by Tuesday, I was already starting to feel lifted up. That all of this dying was happening and then the Lord was lifting me up. 
So I talked to Pastor Pat. I said, hey, Pastor Pat, hey, um, how about we, we, we team teach this message? You know, um, I'll talk about the things that I struggle with and you can talk about how you fix it, right? And he was like, oh, okay, sure, Jay, whatever. And that's fine. That's awesome. Let's do it. You know, and then, and then, and then I, I don't know, God just started picking me up some more, you know. I was bringing things to him. I was receiving grace and God was picking me up some more. And he goes, Jay, I got a message. I got a message for you to give. You know, this, this mess that we, you were in now turns into a message, right? Even though I'm not completely out of it, but it's the process, right? It's this thing that we all go through. It's this thing of, 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 of having God deal with, right, our, 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 our doubt. God dealing with, you know, our, 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 our insecurities, right? And we all go through that. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't impose that on you, gang. You know, I can't. I can't. You know, maybe, maybe you don't go through that, but I, I do, okay? So if any of you guys can relate with me on that, just shoot an amen or a high five or something like that in the chat. But, um, hey, you know, this is a good process. So boom, he pours out his grace. Jesus pours out his grace and, 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 and he, he goes and he, he rebukes the spirit, the boy's back and everybody's like, wow, this is awesome. This is awesome. But all the disciples can think about is this, how come we couldn't do that? You know, it's one of those weird disciple moments, you know, where they're like, praise the Lord. How come we couldn't do that? You know? And so in Mark chapter 9, verse 28, it says this, When they entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And Jesus said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. In some translations, it says by prayer and fasting. But we want to take something away a little bit from this, this, this section right here where, 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 where we understand, right, that the, the man brought the son to see Jesus, okay? And at this time, maybe, maybe, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just guessing. Maybe, right, um, uh, these disciples, right, they had some already past ministry um, victories. They already casted out plenty demons and plenty spirits and people were getting healed and clean and all of that, right? And so maybe, just maybe, possibly, right? Because Jesus is over here saying, but by prayer, You know, maybe they forgot that they weren't the healers and Jesus, the Father was. Maybe they forgot that. And so number three in your notes, can you fill this one in? This is the last one. It says, faith requires action. Okay? Faith requires action. So all of you task type A um, folks out there right now, this doesn't mean make a list and start cranking at it. Okay, this action is moving towards Jesus, moving towards Jesus, lifting up our things in prayer to Jesus. This faith action right here in coming to him and saying, Jesus, you can do anything. I believe that. Right? This action of starting to say that and to, to move towards Jesus, man, is something that's so important. You know? Today, for me, even this message is a part of my action, my faith action towards breaking this unbelief, breaking this anger. 
you know, coming to the Lord and saying, Lord, what is it that you wanna, want me to know? What is it that you want me to share? You know, it's a part of that action, okay? And so Jesus here in this section is saying, man, the reason why you guys couldn't do it was because you weren't coming to me enough. Come to me. Come to me and I will show you. I will give you rest. I will forgive all of your sins. I will heal the sick, raise the dead. I will do all these things. And family, right now, I just feel like, you know, I, I want to pray for you, okay? If, if you're out there right now and, and you have a thing that you're going through, if you have anything that you're going through right now, okay, and you're maybe struggling with unbelief, and, and, and you just need help, I, I want to help you with that first step today, right now, okay? And so just let me pray for you, and um, uh, let's take some of these steps to, to go and move into breaking this unbelief. So Lord God, right now, I just pray for my brothers and sisters. I pray that you would help them right now. Help them to know that, that, that you are all powerful. Help them to know, to believe that you can do all things. God, you, you speak to the water, to the winds, and they respond to you. Lord, you speak and, 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 and boom, heavens and the earth are created. Father God, I, I pray, Lord, that you would just pour out your grace upon these people right now, my brothers and sisters, that you would help us with our unbelief. Maybe it is with anger. Lord, you can do all things. You can take care of that anger. Maybe it's with unforgiveness. Lord God, Lord, your, your grace has been so good to forgive us of many things. Help us to forgive others as well. Maybe there's a mom and dad out there right now. And they've been trying hard to get their, their son or daughter to, to come and know Jesus. Or maybe they knew and then they went wary and, and wayward. And so, Lord, I pray for this mother and father right now. That you would strengthen their faith. That you would help them with their unbelief. Lord, right now we declare that all things are possible to you. And so we come to you, Lord. We lift these things up in your matchless name, Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen, family. Thanks so much for allowing me to, to spend time with you all this week. God bless you, uh, New Hope Community Church, and thanks so much for being so awesome. Love you. Bye.